sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to hemp present. Our radio resident hempo sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to the Hemp Present Resistance, the weekly radio podcast where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest. In its 26th year, founded hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Today's guest on Hempresent is the owner and operator of the Colorado-based company Stash Logics, Skip Stone, who is on the line, who will be with me in about one minute. The United States government has to date endured the experimentation of state legal cannabis as a handful of U.S. states have defied federal law and regulated the cultivation and sale of cannabis. Eight states have retail sales of cannabis to adults. And when it comes to the ganja, one of the most important things to the government, as they tell it, is the children. We hear it all the time. What about the children? They claim children are their priority. As evidenced in the Cole Memo, the document established under the Obama administration that has set federal policy with how the government deals with legalization. Let's put aside for a minute the fact that prohibition creates fatherless and sometimes motherless children by the tens of thousands. But you'd think that any device or product that was designed to safely secure cannabis, both medical and recreational, and keep the green leafy contraband away from the hands of kids would be something that the government would support. But there I go again, factoring logic into the prohibition equation. What was I thinking? But logic is exactly what Boulder-based Skip Stone used when he had a vision of a product that people could use to safely secure their cannabis. Stone quit his day job as a civil engineer and started the Boulder, Colorado-based company Stash Logics so he could begin producing child-proof stash kits made from the most durable natural material in existence, hemp, replete with an integrated combo lock, adjusted padded dividers, it has wide mouth jars inside, an erasable marking pen, and an odor-absorbing packet. Stone's stash satchels include a vaporizer charging port and even a stash journal to keep tight records of the contents. But when federal customs officials discovered that people were using his stash kits to safely store cannabis products away from their children, they took the exact measure you would expect when factoring in the reverse logic of all things prohibition. They seized 1,000 bags as they came to the company from a manufacturing plant overseas. I have Skip Stone with me today to explain how the product seizure has affected his fledgling company. Welcome, Skip, to Cannabis Radio. Thank you, Vivian. It's an honor to uh, be speaking with you, and uh, um, yeah, I've been following you for a long time, and it's uh, great to get a chance to, to speak with you in person. Awesome. It's it's my pleasure too, man. 
So, so Skip, the, the, the threat of cannabis being in a child system is a bit exaggerated by law enforcement and medical folks in that it cannot really do any long-term damage to a child, but it can make them feel sick and disoriented, and virtually no credible person that I'm aware of in the entire cannabis industry or reform movement wants children to ever access uh, cannabis. It's not good for anybody when a child's able to get into an adult stash of anything, really. But, but what gave you the idea to create a secure cannabis stash kit? Well, necessity is the mother of invention in this case. Basically, I scratched my own itch. I discovered low-dose edibles probably late 2013 and realized how much of a game-changing product these could be for many people beyond just the typical stoner. And, you know, I've known about and used many of the edibles over the years, but getting kind of a predictable, reliable dosage was was game-changing, and I, I suspected that that was going to revolutionize the cannabis consumption to m many more people than it already had been attractive to. So basically, that although that was something that was going to change things, it also created a, a challenge in that all sorts of products, you know, food products, treats and things could resemble cannabis, or the other way around regular foods uh, and treats and things um, could contain cannabis that are similar products. So gummy bears, candy bars, cookies, all sorts of things. So I realized that there's a problem that needed to be solved for the sake of my family and many others. Your stash kits are very affordable. They retail from between 40 and $80. Can you describe your kits? I mean, no, I kind of did. Uh, but but and, and and how much does the seizure cost you in lost product? Sure. Well, I like to liken our products to like a high-end camera case or lunchbox, and we say they're thoughtful, secure, and discreet. And the secure part relates to a built-in combination lock. The discreet part refers to the very generic look of the bag, uh, the odor packs that are odor-absorbing packets, and the thoughtful part refers to a lot of the bag, like. You mentioned a vaporizer charging port, uh, some adjustable dividers, uh, wide mouth jars, a journal that we have, a lot, lot of things that we attribute to the thoughtful part of this. So um, we, you know, like the, the stash journals is designed to help consumers catalog their purchases and recall what things they did or didn't like about various products. And it's hard to remember whether you had Blue Dream or Alpha Blue or Blueberry and what were the differences. So... But essentially, our products are just offer a well-organized way to store and carry your stash around. And regarding the custom seizure, you're right, they confiscated a thousand bags worth around $15,000 worth of product. And, and it kind of goes beyond that, too, because they're saying that we can't import our products anymore because they are paraphernalia. also have other orders that are overseas that we've purchased material and we can't get them here. So... All in all, it's probably just a hard number of closer to $30,000, but when you factor in you know, trying to get our product relaunched in the U.S. and all the marketing and photography and all the other things that are attributed to getting brand new products launched, it's a pretty sizable hit for us. And we've only been around for a year and a half, so getting that kind of hit is a very tough pill to swallow. So we're, we've got some serious issues financially that we need to overcome. You know, Skip, that you'd think that they would give you an award. Uh, what does it say to you that the government would be fighting against the ability of parents to prevent their children from accessing their herb? I mean, I mean, does that make any sense to you at all? 
It's surprising. I think maybe the angle they're taking on this is more related to concealment, not security. But our tagline says thoughtful, secure, and discreet. So we really are focusing on the security aspect of our product. I think that they must have looked at this and thought this is concealing it. And that was just not the intent of these products. And they're they're intended to, like I said, mother's invention is necessity is mother of invention. I, I needed this product in my own family so that I created it, and that was the general concept how we got this product to concept. Did did the border customs people give you any explanation for why they seized your products? Well, they said that although our website didn't mention anything about cannabis, they saw reviews online from like the weed blog or the stoner mom saying that our product's designed to keep kids safe from their design for the responsible cannabis consumer and use that as evidence that we are selling a cannabis-related paraphernalia product, which therefore is illegal. So Customs goes around looking at product reviews <laughs> to see how people are using products that might not even be intended as paraphernalia, probably. I mean, that's that's pretty big brother. Uh, were you surprised? Yeah, we were extremely surprised. Out of all the products that are out there that are being imported from countries overseas, we suspected that we would be really low risk at trying to get something like this. We, Like you said, we thought this would be solving the problems that the news has been reporting. Often they're kind of overhyping the problem. But at the same time, it can be an issue, and you don't want your kids accidentally eating something and, and greening out or getting dizzy and falling down the stairs or something that, you know, it's not uh, long-term problems from the cannabis itself, but there could be side effects that you don't want your kids experiencing. So, yeah, we were very surprised. There's a lot of companies out there that are far bigger than us that have not had any issues with it, and they're consumption devices. So we we're still pretty perplexed and we're, we're trying to appeal their ruling and we'll, we'll see where that goes. Well, you know, I mean, if you go to KushCon or Canacon or any of these industry trade shows, there you'll see that there are literally tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of new products being created uh, for the purpose of consumption or growing uh, cannabis or storing cannabis. And out of them all, and I've seen just about all of them, Yours appears to me to be one of the most socially responsible products on the market. So it, you know, it really it really drives home the absurdity and the, the, the asinine counter logic uh, that the government uses when it comes to prohibition. I mean, prohibition is not logical itself. And, and, and you know, even Abraham Lincoln said that prohibition tries to uh, you know, control a, a man's appetite. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just outrageous, and and it's just kind of typical of of the the kind of logic that we see being applied uh, in with everything prohibition. Uh, my guest is Skip Stone from Stash Logics. We're going to take our first pause from the cause because there's flaws and laws, which is our tradition here at HempFest, or excuse me, at I'm getting very close to HempFest, folks, on Hemp Present. <laughs> We're going to hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers come back with our second segment with Skip. Time to roll out for the people that let us Hemp Present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. 
Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Boober way. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back on Cannabis Radio with Skip Stone from Stash Logics. Skip, you had to lay off, I guess, your entire staff. How is your company faring right now? Uh, have you guys been able to recover? That's right. We're not a big company. We've been around for a little over a year and a half, so we had to lay off three people. It's it's down to myself and my business partner right now. We are surviving, but that's kind of the theme for the time being is survive, and we're trying to get a bunch of new products off the ground that are going to be made in the USA. We're super excited about some of the products that we're going to be releasing in a couple months, and we think that we see a path to survival. Uh, it's not an easy uh, path, and we've definitely had a lot of sleepless nights, but we're committed to making this work, and we think we're on the right side of history here, and you know, hopefully someday they'll reverse their decision or somebody will pass a bill that'll clear things up. But yeah, right now it's just um, hang on and try and survive th- because of this legal hurdle we've got. Have you tried to contact any of your elected representatives, uh, like maybe a Colorado congressperson or anything like that, to see if they have any interest in supporting you or, or, or changing the law? We have. We've talked to uh, uh, all three of our I guess kind of all four of our representatives. We've got our governor, John Hickenlooper. We have Senator uh, Cory Gardner, Michael Bennett, and uh, Congressman Jared Polis. Jared Polis has been very helpful to us, and I think he's a friend of the industry, and he's just a great person. I've met him several times, and his uh, community outreach person has helped us. They've called customs for us and, and told them they were doing congressional inquiries into the seizure of our product and and. In the end, I don't know what that will do for us, but it probably helps to some extent. But the others really didn't know what I could do or where I could turn. They, you know, ultimately it comes down to an act of Congress to really change things. So, uh, um, but, but but you didn't have. There's no pot leaves on 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 the thing. I mean, you could conceivably use those kits for anything. You could put your tobacco in it, or you could put all kinds of 
things in it. Uh, I mean, there's no proof. There's no proof that it's intended as paraphernalia, right? Right. Like, like I said, our website says systems for the uh, what systems for the transport and storage of medicine, tobacco, and other stuff. Um, we we really are not promoting it as a cannabis product on our website because we know what the legal issues could be. So we've tried to take the high road and stay away from that as much as we can. However, there is a real need for these products for cannabis, but maybe even a bigger need would be pharmaceuticals because pharmaceuticals are highly addictive and potentially deadly. So we do plan to move into that market, but it's um, that's a bit challenging market to get into. It takes a significant amount of capital to get into some of these big box retailers that uh, for pharmacies and such. So we're... Um, yeah, we're we're trying to find other opportunities to for survival, and so what you need is you need somebody listening to invest in your amazing company with your innovative and socially responsible product ideas. What other you said you you were, you were thinking about some other products? Do you have anything in research development phase? Any other cool new items that you're thinking about that uh, somebody listening might be interested in investing in? Assuming that you're looking for investors. Yeah, we have a lot of great things going on, and a lot of it is really focusing on the same type of market, just larger and smaller products that fit into your lifestyle to help you keep your stuff secure and discreet. And some of the new stuff is going to be smaller. Some will be a little bit larger. It's all just different forms and functions. We're also doing some things with our journal that we have that is a currently it is a paper hard copy but we're moving that to a mobile phone app that you can track your strains and um, understand what it is you've purchased in the past and how you like it so that's another thing that we'll we're still working on um, and hoping to get a lot of these products out in the next couple of months you partnered with programs like prayers for sophie and canna kids uh, programs that help children who have seizures, autism, even cancer. Uh, is there a product tie-in there, or, or is it just an, an extension of your socially responsible community values approach? Yeah, I think it is a little bit about the socially responsible aspect. I think, in, in general, cannabis is a powerful thing, and it's not for everybody, and nobody wants their kids greening out on cannabis, whether you're an adult or a kid. Um, overdosing isn't deadly, but it still can be scary. No, so it, it feels deadly. I've done it. It doesn't feel good at all. Yeah, everybody that's in that's been a fan of cannabis has overconsumed before on purpose or on accident, and it's not fun. And but if they're doing edibles, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So edibles are a t touchy thing, and that's partly why we started this uh, company was related to the edibles and keeping that stuff safe. So, um, the how we connect and tie in with things like Hannah Kids or the Realm of Caring, some of these organizations that are really helping parents uh, learn and navigate the what can be done for some of these d disorders and, and medical issues that their kids may have. So we're providing an op, we're, we're partnering with them because we believe that a lot of those people are also using other pharmaceuticals that are probably more addictive and dangerous. So we're giving these parents and um, an opportunity to 
be a bit discreet about what they're doing because what they're doing is pretty um, groundbreaking and, and game changing for uh, the medical world and healthcare. And we want them to have the tools that they need to be safe and be discreet. And a lot of these people aren't, aren't coming to this by choice, but because they're, they're having to look for any kind of treatment alternative to help their kids. And so we're just trying to give them some options as a lifestyle product that they can incorporate. Right. Wow. That's, that's just, that's just so impressive. And it's really in line with, with everything that I'm about. You've said that parenthood has brought new meaning to your relationship with cannabis. Uh, What did you mean by that? Well, as father, I have a 11 year old son and a nine year old daughter. And I talk to them about what cannabis is, what it's used for, how it affects a developing brain, and you know what the issues are related to timing and them experimenting with things like that. This and while I don't consume cannabis around the kids, I do see a lot of benefits from cannabis as a parent. Um, the ability to to be in the moment with the kids, to be more playful to be more patient. These are things that all parents need to work on. And from that, I guess that's kind of where, um, you know, I think parenting and cannabis often do go hand in hand. I saw a study recently, it said 51% of all cannabis consumers are parents with young, with young kids in the house. So there's a lot of people like my family out there. And uh, I think it's, it makes sense. And I think ultimately we'll see uh, a change in, the way people look at that stuff. You know, I'm sure that that would sound counterintuitive to a lot of non, most non-cannabis users, uh, especially parents. Uh, but then there's a lot of tremendous, like I think, uh, pervasive misconceptions about cannabis and who uses cannabis. Um, and uh, I'm hoping that you know, as we normalize the substance and and get some of this mystery. Uh, unraveled, peel the, the, the layers off the onion, um, that more people will see that, that cannabis is actually a very positive influence in the lives of many people that use it. In fact, I think that if, if the average person could see, if everybody that used cannabis had a green leaf on their forehead for a day, I think that most Americans that don't use cannabis would be absolutely shocked to see that they're around cannabis all the time, that they have people actually high on cannabis around them at the store, uh, you know, it shows at the restaurant, places they go every single day, and you just can't tell because it's that mild and it's that benign of a substance. It's not like, you know, being around people who are drunk or, or high on meth or something like that who are going to have some kind of physical uh, or behavioral sign. Um, I am talking to Skip Stone from Stash Logic out of Colorado. We are going to take our final break. Hear word from our sponsors and advertisers and come back with our final questions, so don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest-growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com. 
Com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back for the final segment on Cannabis Radio with Skip Stone from Stash Logics. Skip, your kits were actually one of the better-selling items at our store, Hemp Fest Central in Lake City, Seattle, our little head shop and hemp boutique. Uh, how can people find out more about Stash Logic and perhaps access some of your cool products. Sure. Uh, we love HempFest. You were one of our first retailers, so we've been very honored to be a part of the HempFest all along. Um, you've been very helpful to our business along the way, so we really appreciate that and and this opportunity to, to, to talk to your uh, your fans. And anyway, our, right now, uh, the best one of the best ways to look into us is either through HempFest or one of our other, many retailers around the country. But uh, our website is www.stashlogix.com, and there you can find a lot of different storage options and and gear that we feel complement our products. And yeah, should have our current lineup available. Our inventory is dwindling, but we have some inventory left. We're hoping to that'll last through the end of the year. We've kind of had to scale back a bit on our retailer but we're trying to keep this available at least online um through the end of the year but before that we're hoping to release several about probably four new products by november so that's that's the plan hopefully it all times out right but we're um we we want to get back into the brick and mortar stores in a big way as soon as we can and and hopefully we can do that um here before the end of the year as well but we're also pretty present on Instagram and Facebook, so you can find Stash Logics around a lot of places. Well, Skip, you know, at, at Seattle Hemp Fest, we believe very strongly that we are the most socially responsible community values pot rally in the world. Uh, and, and people can go to hempfest.org and click on our media page and scroll down and read the community values distinctions there uh, because we can back it up. And I, I could probably talk this whole show about things that we do at HempFest that no other cannabis rally cares about, tries to do, or is concerned about. Um, and so I just want to tell you, Skip, that, that you your business and your, your, your approach is so in line with our values and our principles and the way that we try to approach things. I just really commend you. Uh, for 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 what you're doing, um, I would ask all my listeners to support Stash Logics, and I'd like to put the weight of Hempfest behind you, uh, whatever way we can think of. Um, and so let's stay in touch. 
because once again, you know, this kind of you know very responsible and very thoughtful, uh, intelligent uh, approach to being a cannabis consumer and a parent and a retailer. Uh, it really lines up with 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 all of our ideals. So you know, uh, more power to you, my brother. Uh, shame on the United States government for seizing. There's basically a thousand parents out there that aren't going to have the ability to secure their cannabis with one of your cool products because of their dumb approach. And it's just shameful and it's embarrassing and it's a national disgrace. But we all know that that's really what prohibition is. So you hang tough, my brother. Uh, hopefully we'll see you at HempFest some year uh, and get you talking to our, our people and maybe uh, selling your products at the event. Um, we're struggling as well against, uh, against adversity. Uh, but thanks for being on Hemp Present, man. I appreciate your time very much. Good luck to you, bro. Thank you very much, Vivian. Best of luck. Hempy trails to you. Now I want to get to a weekly feature of Hemp Presented on CannabisRadio.com, and that is the quote of the week, and here it is. I've never smuggled anything in my life. Why, then, do I feel an uneasy sense of guilt on approaching a customs barrier? And that's the late American author John Steinbeck. That concludes this installment of Hemp Presented on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice. Because when it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy. And don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hempresent theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.